You are now rocking with Must Have Knowledge and Sass. heard it from some people i've been gone for a long time y'all a long time but you know we're gonna get into that later hey y'all how y'all doing i am so excited to be here on today today is my birthday and i felt like this was the perfect opportunity to describe what i have been doing how i've been evolving to get to this point so Let's go ahead and jump right on in. Oh my gosh, I really miss you all. Okay, so let's just go ahead and jump right into this thing. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's going to be a part two to to this episode. Because, honey, I have a lot of things to tell y'all. And, um... I want to make sure that y'all going to listen, okay? Tune in and not get bored with my voice. All right, so the first part. Um, I've turned 34, and last year when I was 33, well, my last year of life, 33, I called it my Jesus year because people say that it was the, 33 was the age um, that in which Jesus died. And so I was like, oh, that's my Jesus year. Let me tell you right now, Jesus really did show up and show out last year. I was so thankful for all of the challenges and the journeys I went through, um, especially my self-discovery journey. That's what 33 was all about for me. It was just embarking on the journey of self-discovery. And so I have changed careers, I've changed mentally, and I've changed physically. So this episode, I'm going to mainly talk about my career and how that led to a change in my mental state. I'm going to get into the episode about my physical change and becoming vegan um, for part two because it was because of this job that caused me to go vegan. So let's go here. All right, let's talk about the career. I'm only going to touch on a little bit because I want to do another um, episode about my career later on. So I have a new job and it was definitely a challenge when I first came into this job. Um, I dealt with the imposter syndrome because there were times like this job is really challenging where I felt like maybe I'm not qualified and maybe they're going to discover that I'm not really that qualified for this job. And so I had to go through the whole dealing with the imposter syndrome thing. And for those who don't know, the imposter syndrome is where you feel like you're in a position where you're, you just feel like you ain't qualified and somebody gonna discover that you're not qualified and then they gonna end up in like, yo, homegirl um, or homeboy, it, it, you gotta pack your stuff up and go. So, but it's all in your mind. So I dealt with a lot of that due to the challenges I faced in this new career. This career has pushed me outside of my comfort zone. I have never done anything like this a day in my life. I am um, 
the youngest person on my team. I'm also um, the only African-American person on my team. And so it's been a lot of transitions for me. It's a new environment as well. And I'm thankful for the people on my team because they have made me feel uber comfortable and they have had my back. They have encouraged me and things of that nature. And I feel like I have a really good supportive team. But that imposter syndrome, oh Jesus, that thing almost got me. So let's jump into, I told you about my new career. Now let's talk about this mental stuff. With that career came the imposter syndrome. And I had to discover that one, I'm not the same Tiana. I am good enough for this job. And I also was very intentional about my therapy sessions. As you all know, I always talk about how amazing therapy has been for me. It has allowed me to become way more self-aware. It has allowed me to unpack my life and my thoughts and my feelings in a safe environment. It's allowed me to uh, think about situations, situations from different perspectives. It has done like, oh my God, let me tell you, I love Miss Rhonda. That, I mean, she is lord jesus i love her thank you lord for bringing her into my life but mentally that was a new challenge for me because i've never had that thought of imposter syndrome before but it, it came raining down this time and so the way i navigated through that was discovering self-love i knew that one i had to be way more intentional about defining what self-love meant to me and i had to also give myself grace because I discovered it's okay not to know everything. And I am definitely type one on the Enneagram. And so that perfectionist, who that thing came and slapped itself down on my lap and stayed there for a long time. And I had to learn how to navigate that also, that type oneness, that perfectionist inside of me. So through all of that, I end up embarking on a self-discovery journey. And there was something that my therapist said because I was getting frustrated with myself. I was like, I just feel like I just want to be where I'm supposed to be. And I'm tired of all of this. And she said, right now, you're discovering who you are, this new person that you are. And she said, just like a woman, it is not good for a woman to give birth in her third month of pregnancy. It is not good for you to give birth to who your final person is going to be right now. You're trying to rush the process and that's going to be detrimental. And that caused me to start living in the moment and stop rushing to my future or rushing to who I wanted to be in the end. My uh, Barbara Kisa says it like this. Um, she says, you know, we're all trying to be in alignment with our higher self. Whatever we do, it needs to be in alignment with our higher self. Our higher self is the person that we are becoming. And so I went through that journey and it was hard. And it was, I had to learn patience for myself. I learned how to define self-love for myself. And for me, self-love was saying no. Um, okay, I, I had to learn to tell people no. Self-love was advocating for myself when I didn't like something. I had to learn how to use my voice. And I always tell people this, honey, I spend too much money in therapy not to tell you how I feel. Like, no, I'm not about to do that. And then another part of self-love for me was losing weight. Because I, I knew the weight that I had on my little small structure. Y'all, I'm only 5'4". And I be forgetting how short I am until I get next to somebody that's tall or until I'm trying to reach something at the top of a, a, the shelf at the grocery store. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, 
you want to know the most challenging things about being short is don't let something be on that top shelf at the grocery store and it's pushed to the back and the stock people didn't come and push it up okay because i be risking my whole life trying to get that one thing um so I, that's when i don't really realize how short i am but i realized quickly during this job that the weight my weight was taking a toll on my body in a negative way i got sick and i got sick to the point where doctors didn't even know what what, what was going on and i'm about to give y'all a little bit of tmi um a lot of women listen to my show so i'm gonna go ahead and say it one my periods were lasting for a month at a time like i'll get like a six day break and then my period will come back on two my stomach was hurting every time i ate anything when i tell you it felt like somebody was holding a little knife inside my stomach like a little lego man was inside my stomach and every time i swallow food he would take a little knife and he would just take little nicks at the at my stomach like that's how it felt it felt like sharp pain every single time i ate i went to the doctor they was like we don't know i had to blow into this bag and they had to capture capture my breath for some reason i don't know what that test was but they was like you know whatever that was you ain't got it um thank the lord um but it was just it was it was too much and it was becoming um like it caused anxiety for me to eat because i knew my stomach was gonna hurt so i sometimes i would avoid eating i tried eating one day not eating the next day that did not work let me tell you that right now that that was the worst one of the worst decisions i have made in life thus far um that didn't work but i noticed if i ate tomatoes or if i ate certain oils um if i ate spicy foods my stomach would hurt so i cut all of that out another thing i did was i went to a nutritionist because of the type of insurance i have i um i received six free sessions with a nutritionist i didn't have to pay out of pocket for it pretty much so went to the nutritionist i told her about the issues i was having of course we talked she told me like have you talked to your doctor and all this other stuff and i was like yeah she put me on a plan because she also noticed that i was really only eating once a day well why was i eating once a day because at my previous position i never ate i used to only eat literally once a day at night time like throughout the day i would be snacking i kept a bag of chips on me at all times and people used to joke, they were like, dang, like, Pinkney, we don't ever see you eat. And it was true, I did eat. So my body had adjusted to only eating one meal a day. But when I got my nutritionist, she put me on a plan where I was eating more meals a day. I was increasing my protein and things started to get better. But my stomach, I was still having those pains. So I decided to take out all processed foods at the beginning of January. And when I did that, that helped a little bit. And then I talked to my barber. So I'm going to go back to my mental because I, I I was about to jump ahead. But I'm going I'm to I'm stay on topic. All this is going to tie in, I promise you. So because of my job, I became super stressed, which is probably the reason why I was having them stomach issues. But my hair was like coming out. Like, it, it, I mean, gone patches. So I decided to cut all my hair off. And you see that in the picture as well. And I found this amazing barber. Her name is Kitsa. And I love Kitsa because she's my empath sister. Um, she's really like amazing in regards to energy and um, 
just having a joyful soul and like I have the most in-depth conversations in the barbershop and I'm able to just connect with her at a level that I can't connect with other people because like her I am an empath and for those who don't know empaths you're able to like sense other people's feelings you um you also have the ability to to um would hold space for people and that can be a good thing but it can also be a bad thing because when you hold this space for people sometimes if you don't if you're not careful you can also hold their feelings and so that's a that's gonna be a whole nother episode but um about being an empath that's a whole different episode but anyway so my empathic sister um she was like um tiana have you thought about she was telling me oh i'm on the dr Sabi diet and i was like oh what's that so she started explaining to me and i said kisa i think that will really help me with my stomach issues and she was like yeah and if you think about it she was like maybe that's the next level that's gonna get you into a higher alignment with your your higher get you into alignment with your higher self and so for those who don't know your higher self is the person that you're striving to become pretty much so I was like maybe that's what my body is telling me she was like you know you've been working on your mental state you've been transitioning to life maybe this is the next phase in your journey so I did Dr. Sabi I'm gonna talk about that next episode but let's go back to the mental once I got control of my definition of self-love once I was way more in control of my mental health and that came through giving myself grace that was another form of self-love for me the transition with the job going through the imposter syndrome and then um just being a perfectionist and having to learn how to give myself grace was hard it was super hard because I felt like I should know all these things already and that that wasn't the case I also was not being compassionate to myself and I had to learn how to talk to myself in a better manner. I had to learn how to be more compassionate. I had to learn how to wake up and, you know, set my day up so that I can be the best version of myself to myself. And I did that through my therapist. She helped me to um, pretty much rein in my inner thoughts and my inner voice. She also allowed me to uh, see how I should give grace to myself. Um, she allowed me to unpack the different feelings I was feeling. And she also like just walked me through this whole thing and um, allowed me to get to the place that I am now. And I'm so grateful for it. Because now that I'm 34, I'm not doing the things I used to do anymore. I was, I'm so thankful for my Jesus year because it, it put me on the journey that I am. But let me tell you this right now. And I'm 34. I got some things that are standards for me. I got standards for myself first and foremost. I enjoy being by myself. That took that was a long journey. I also enjoy the fact that I am maximizing my singleness. I'm discovering what I love about myself. I'm discovering what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate and every relationship in my life from my friends to my family to my future um significant other who will turn into my husband i am discovering all of these things about myself but there's one thing that also happened to me mentally is one day i was um sitting there 
And I was like just thinking about everything I was going through and I was really down because it was a lot going on at one point in time. And something was like, start writing letters to your future daughter. And so that's what I did. I started keeping a journal and I, uh, of letters to my future daughter. So I would talk to her about, I talked to her about everything that I'm learning as I'm going through this self-discovery. I talk about giving grace. I talk about the songs that are popular now. Um, I talk about just lessons that I hope for her to learn because I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't wanna birth any anyone into this world in which they have to figure out what I had to figure out. Like if I can teach them that lesson, I'm gonna teach them that lesson. And I was just thinking, I wish somebody would have told this to me from dating to um, how your spiritual life evolves to how you're going to go through many journeys of self-discovery and, and uh, so that you can become the person that you are, you're meant to be. I, I, w- I wish. So that was one thing that I did for myself mentally that really helped me out. But another thing that I'm going to talk about in this episode is the physical because your girl done lost some weight okay okay somebody okay somebody you gotta turn vegan on your people on you people i mean i'm out here in these vegan streets making these vegan dishes turning my old soul food uh, recipes into vegan soul food recipes your girl is out here doing it so that i'm gonna save for the next episode but to sum up everything i talked about in this episode the career path that challenged me to go on a self-discovery journey allowed me to define what self-love meant to me it allowed me to start journaling to my future daughter just to teach her the lessons i'm going through and to empower her because i don't want her to have to go through the challenges that i've had to go through and then the physical um changes that my body has gone through and where i am now And all of this happened in my Jesus year, which I'm so thankful for. So thank you to everyone who told me happy birthday. Thank you for the amazing blessings, the the wishes. And I'm just looking forward to being 34. This is going to be my year of refreshing. Thank y'all. If you haven't already please subscribe to this podcast. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at musthaveknowledgeandsass. Um, you can also, yeah, we're just going to get that. Like, that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more active on Instagram. Like, you can't follow me on Facebook no more. I don't mean no harm. Um, I know it's supposed to be the closing, but I had to be honest with y'all. Like, I, I, I'm better at Instagram, okay? But anyway, so you can follow me on Instagram at musthaveknowledgeandsass. Um, and that's about it. Oh, let's pray out. Lord, let's pray us out. Calm down, girl. Calm down. Woo-wee. All right, here we go. God, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for everyone that's listening, even in the name of Jesus. I thank you for allowing them to have this moment where they can just sit and listen. I pray you give them peace where they need it the most. I pray you give them comfort through whatever they're going through. I pray that they experience happiness 
and I pray that they choose joy in every situation. Father, I thank you so much for allowing me to see 34 years on this earth. I thank you because even during a pandemic, I'm allowed to turn 34 years old. I thank you for this opportunity and I pray I'm doing everything that you asked me to do. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, y'all.